Now, you might have heard about those remarkable places around the world where people seem to defy the odds, living not just longer, but better lives. These regions are known as the Blue Zones, and they've been the subject of fascination and study for years. As a matter of fact, Dr. Riz and I created like a four-part series on the Blue Zones not too long ago, and I'll make sure that I link those in the show notes. And at the center of this phenomenon is a name that you'll soon become quite familiar with, Dan Buettner. Dan Buettner is an American author, journalist, and explorer who has dedicated his career to uncovering the secrets behind the Blue Zones. Today, we're diving deep into his latest project, a thought-provoking docuseries titled Lived to 100, Secrets of the Blue Zones. This docuseries takes us on a journey to the five renowned Blue Zones, Okinawa, Japan, Icaria, Greece, Sardinia, Italy, Nicoya, Costa Rica, and Loma Linda, California. But that's not all. Butner also introduces Singapore as a potential sixth blue zone. This is the Healthy Lifestyle Solutions Podcast, and I'm your host, Maya Acosta. If you're willing to go with me, together we can discover how simple lifestyle choices can help improve our quality of life and increase our longevity in a good way. Let's get started. And today is Monday. Do you know what that means, Dr. Riz? Yes, ma'am. It means that we have another segment of Doctor Doctor in the the House house with Dr. Rizwan Bukhari as the guest expert. In this episode, we'll explore the fascinating insights and lessons from the Blue Zones docuseries that we recently watched, and we'll discuss the patterns that have emerged from these extraordinary places, patterns that could very well hold the key to not only a longer life, but a more vibrant and meaningful one. All right. So whether you're looking to make simple changes in your daily routine or you're simply curious about the science behind longevity and happiness, stay tuned because you're in for a treat. We're about to unlock the secrets of the Blue Zones and uncover how their habits, diets, and lifestyles can change everything. Now let's dive straight into the heart of the matter. The habits, diets, and lifestyles are the remarkable individuals living in Blue Zones. These are the individuals who not only reach the coveted centenarian mark, but also do so with vitality and grace. That's right, Maya. What's truly astonishing about the Blue Zone centenarians is that their secrets to longevity are deceptively simple. Uh, These are habits that can be integrated into anyone's life, regardless of where you call home. Absolutely. And that's what makes the Blue Zones so captivating. They shatter the myth that you need expensive gym memberships, complex diets, or the latest supplements to lead a longer, healthier life. Dan Buettner himself has emphasized that most of what we commonly believe leads to long, healthy life is often misguided or just plain wrong. So what are these seemingly simple yet transformative habits? Well, let's take a closer look. These habits are as accessible as choosing a mechanical gadget over an automatic one, or knowing your purpose in life and making a conscious effort to fulfill it every day. That's right. It's all about these seemingly small daily choices that can have profound effects on our well-being. In fact, as the docuseries points out, the same things that help us live a long and healthy life are the things that make life worth living. And that's the essence of it, the synergy between longevity and living a meaningful life. So let's break down these habits further and see how they weave into the fabric of the Blue Zone way of life. First up, we have make movement a habit. 
You might be surprised to learn that the people in the Blue Zones don't necessarily have expensive gym memberships or follow strenuous exercise routines. That's right. Many of their physical activities of choice aren't even categorized as exercise. For example, they engage in activities like chopping wood, kneading bread, making crafts, and pursuing hobbies by hand. These activities not only keep their muscles and brains active, but also provide a sense of fulfillment. Take, for instance, the 102-year-old Dora Bustos from Nicoya, who still makes rosquillos by hand, a tradition she's passed on to the next generations. But that's not all. Blue Zone elders walk instead of defaulting to cars as their mode of transportation. In Sardinia, the steep inclines of the roads have been correlated with longer lifespans compared to neighborhood towns with flatter roads. Now, I don't know, Riz, if you remember a trip I took to Costa Rica where I told you that I walked from my hotel room to the beach. I saw what I believe was a centenarian that was looking for his dog. Do you remember that story? Mm -hmm. He had walked 10 miles looking for his dog. And apparently this happens often. Yeah, I, you, I think you told me he runs away quite a bit. Uh, the dog probably does it to get his owner some exercise. <laughs> and don't forget gardening. Uh, as we've seen, a green thumb in gardening can help lower one center of gravity and improve balance because uh, you're always standing up and stooping and bending over and squatting while you're uh, gardening. Gardening is not just rewarding, it's also stress relieving. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to physical activity, it's not just about hitting the gym for hours on end. It's about incorporating movement seamlessly into daily life. And that's just the beginning. These are just a few examples of how Blue Zone centenarians make movement a natural part of their lives. And it's not just about physical health. These activities also contribute to their mental well-being. By engaging in these tasks, they keep their muscles and minds active, and the tangible results of their labor provide a deep sense of satisfaction. Absolutely, Riz. It's about finding joy in creation and taking pride in a job well done. Take, for instance, the story of the 102-year-old Dora Bustos from Nicoya who continues to make rosquillos by hand, as you previously stated. This tradition has been passed down through generations, and it embodies not only culinary skill, but also a profound connection to a culture. Something else that I like, Riz, about th uh, the Blue Zones is the positive outlook. So let's shift our focus to one of the key aspects that set the Blue Zones apart, their ability to maintain a positive outlook on life. Even in the face of challenges, it's no surprise that stress management plays a central role in their longevity. That's absolutely true. The, the Blue Zone residents have mastered the art of finding calm amidst life's demands. Their ways of unwinding are not only effective, but also deeply enjoyable. Indeed, one striking observation is that despite working hard and often well past the typical retirement age, they prioritize daily activities that help them decompress and manage stress. It's a stark contrast to the common practice of stress-inducing activities like mindless scrolling through screens. Not that I know anything about that. <laughs> Instead, they turn to more wholesome and social activities. Socializing is a cornerstone of stress management in Blue Zones. Residents spend quality time with family and friends, nurturing connections that run deep. Yes. And when I think about these activities, I think about like how in my family, people socialize a lot within the family structure. So take, for instance, the power of dancing. It's not just a form of exercise. It's a way to let loose and enjoy the moment. 
Dancing is a common way for Blue Zone residents to come together and celebrate life. I often tell you, Riz, that in my family, dancing was a thing at our family gatherings. I grew up with a love for dancing. Another common thread is the presence of faith-based communities. Regardless of their denomination, people in the Blue Zones tend to belong to such communities and devote time to their respective religious activities. This sense of belonging and spirituality provides a strong sense of purpose and inner peace. Mm-hmm. And speaking of purpose, that's another vital component, whether it's called Ikigai in Japan or Plan de Vida in Costa Rica. The Blue Zones have their own vocabulary for the concept of waking up every morning with a clear sense of purpose. And guess what? I know what that feels like. I experience it every day. Do you, Dr. Riz? Uh, definitely. I, I enjoy my own passions. Many, uh, not just my work, but other things as well. So uh, knowing why they get out of bed each day and understanding what they bring to the world gives Blue Zone residents a deep sense of fulfillment. Uh, This sense of purpose can be a powerful buffer against stress and anxiety. So when we look at stress management in the Blue Zones, it's about more than just relaxation techniques. It's about crafting a lifestyle that promotes daily moments of joy, social connections, and a profound sense of meaning. Absolutely. Uh, These are practices that anyone can integrate into their lives, regardless of where they live. They remind us that managing stress isn't about adding another item to our to-do list. It's about choosing activities and connections that bring us genuine happiness and peace. Yes, absolutely. It's almost like when we go on vacation and we choose the activities that we want to do and we just feel happy doing them. Now let's explore the culinary world of the Blue Zones, where food isn't just sustenance, it's a celebration of life and a key to their remarkable longevity. One common thread among these regions is their dietary habits, which are primarily what? Plant-based. Yeah, that's right, Maya. Uh, While many might think that uh, a long and healthy life requires strict and often joyless diets, the Blue Zones tell us a different story. Uh, These centenarians enjoy their meals and have a diverse array of culinary delights on their plates. Mm. And one of the defining features of their diets is the emphasis on plant-based foods, as we said. In fact, up to 95% of their diets consist of vegetables, beans, and nuts. It's a rich and colorful palette of flavors and nutrients that nourish body and soul. Yeah, the dishes they savor are a testament to the the variety and pleasure of plant-based eating. From the traditional minestrone of Italy to the Nicoyan Three Sisters of beans, squash, and corn, their meals are a symphony of tastes and textures. Those are my favorite combinations, by the way. One other component that sets them apart, for example, in Okinawa, is that they have a saying called Hara Hachi Bu, which reminds them to stop eating when their stomachs are 80% full. Yeah, and they also practice mindfulness at the dinner table. That means eating slowly, allowing the body to respond to cues, and focusing on the food to savor its flavors. It's not about deprivation. It's about savoring every bite. Absolutely. And I feel like we cover all of these components on the podcast. We talk about intuitive eating. We talk about how this way of eating is not about deprivation. And then when it comes to 80% full, what we're really saying is eat until you're satisfied or eat until you're no longer hungry. And you and I often talk about fasting. That happens to be one of your favorite topics. Yeah. So it's not about gluttony and eating till you have to be, quote, rolled out of the room, which is certainly not a, a good dietary habit. 
Right. So when we talk about eating wisely in the blue zones, we're dispelling the notion of strict, sad diets. We are not about diet culture. It's about embracing the abundance of plant-based foods and finding pleasure in every meal. Yeah, the, uh, these dietary choices not only contribute to their longevity, but also bring joy and satisfaction to their lives. It's a reminder that eating well isn't just about the body, it's about nourishing the soul. Mm-hmm. One of the most profound aspects of the Blue Zones is the strength of their social bonds and the significance that they place on connecting with others. Their genuine connections are not just icing on the cake of life. They are foundational to the extraordinary longevity witness in these regions. Yeah, that's right, Maya. Uh, In the Blue Zones, the concept of community isn't just a buzzword. It's a way of life. Uh, And it begins with the family. Family is a cornerstone in the Blue Zones, especially when it comes to caring for and supporting their elders. Mm -hmm. And you're going to see all of this in in the docuseries if you watch it, especially when communities like the Seventh-day Adventists that they talk about in Loma Linda definitely value community. It's remarkable how aging family members are kept close by within the family home, ensuring that the generations remain interconnected. This practice has a profound impact on how long they live. For instance, in Sardinia, nursing homes are virtually absent. And it's not just about family. It's also about the partnerships and and marriages. Uh, In the Blue Zones, people invest time and effort in their romantic unions, cultivating strong, loving partnerships. Mm -hmm. And by the way, here at the Healthy Lifestyle Solutions podcast, we are starting to bring live coaches who can help us build healthier and stronger relationships like Michelle and Dean Yasuda. This emphasis on partnership extends beyond the romantic realm. Having an immediate social circle to depend upon and invest in is crucial to longevity. In Okinawa, for example, some elders form moais, groups of neighborhood friends that meet regularly and support each other in times of need. Uh, It's this profound sense of community and support that makes a real difference in the lives of Blue Zone residents. They share life's joys and sorrows with others who genuinely care, creating a safety net that extends beyond the individual. And I can see how these connections would keep people feeling safe and calm in times of crisis when you have a moai that's there to support you. These connections run deep and they are an essential part of the fabric of life in the Blue Zones. It's about more than just having people around. It's about having people who truly matter and people you can lean on, celebrate with, and turn to in times of adversity. Yeah, and these social bonds are not just about longevity. They also contribute to a higher quality of life. Uh, It's a reminder that our connections with others are a source of strength, resilience, and happiness. Oh, yes. And when we talk about connecting with others in the Blue Zones, we're not just talking about socializing. We're talking about building relationships that sustain us, nurture us, and help us thrive throughout our lives. And Riz, you and I, we work hard at building community here in our area in Dallas. And one of the fun things that we'll be doing September 22nd through 24th is camping with a group of people that we know that have the similar values as us. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. Yes, I'll share photos on social media. Let's look at the common elements of the Blue Zones. As we've explored the secrets of the Blue Zones, it's become clear that there are common elements that tie these regions together. 
These are not mere coincidences, but essential factors that contribute to the extraordinary longevity and well-being of the residents. These common elements are like the threads weaving through the fabric of the Blue Zones, connecting them in their pursuit of a long and vibrant life. One of the most striking commonalities is their dietary habits. Indeed. One of the pillars of Blue Zone Living is a predominantly plant-based diet, as we've already discussed. In most of these regions, up to 95% of their daily sustenance comes from an array of vitamin and protein-rich vegetables, beans, and nuts. Yeah, it's a diverse and colorful palette of foods that not only nourishes their bodies, but also delights their taste buds. These centenarians show us that a healthy diet can be both nourishing and enjoyable, dispelling the myth of strict and joyless eating. Mm -hmm. Another common thread is natural movement, which we discussed early on. Blue Zone residents seamlessly incorporate physical activity into their daily lives. Whether it's manual labor, walking instead of driving, or gardening, they stay active without the need of expensive gym memberships or strenuous workouts. And let's not forget the strong emphasis on family and community. Family is the cornerstone of life in the Blue Zones. Elders are kept close by, and there's a deep commitment to supporting and caring for aging family members. Oh, yes. Community support extends beyond the family unit as well. People in the Blue Zones invest time and effort in building strong social bonds, whether through partnerships, marriages, or close-knit neighborhood groups like the Moais in Okinawa. Yeah, this sense of belonging, connection, and support creates a safety net that extends throughout their lives. It's a source of strength and resilience that contributes not only to their longevity, but also to their overall quality of life. So when we talk about the common elements of the Blue Zones, we're talking about a harmonious blend of a plant-based diet, natural movement, and the nurturing embrace of family and community. Yeah, these elements uh, individually accessible to anyone, collectively form the blueprint for a life that not only spans a remarkable number of years, but is also filled with vitality, joy, and a deep sense of purpose. Oh, yes. I love talking about the Blue Zones. And as we wrap up this episode, we want to leave you with a clear understanding of what we've uncovered about the Blue Zones and their extraordinary secrets of longevity and well-being. Yeah, indeed, Maya. The, the Blue Zones aren't just places on a map. They are living, breathing examples of how to lead a life that's not only longer, but also incredibly fulfilling. Throughout our discussion, we've explored the remarkable principles that tie these regions together. They serve as a blueprint for a life that's not only marked by the quantity of years, but by the quality of moments. Yeah, it's about embracing a diet rich in colorful fruits and vegetables, beans, and nuts. It's about moving naturally and finding joy in physical activities that bring you happiness. It's about nurturing your connections with family, and it's about building a strong sense of community. But above all, it's about understanding that the habits of the Blue Zones are not just about adding years to your life, they're about adding life to your years. Do you like that, Riz? Yeah. Yeah. It's a great saying. Uh, these centenarians show us that living a longer, healthier life is not a distant dream. It's a tangible reality that we can all strive for. We can create our own Blue Zone living right where we are. Absolutely. So as you reflect on the wisdom of the Blue Zones, consider how you can start making small changes today, changes that not only promote longevity, but also infuse your life with joy, purpose, and meaningful connections. I think it's important to share this knowledge with those around you because together we can create pockets of Blue Zone living wherever we are 
and collectively we can make a positive impact on our own longevity and well-being. Absolutely. Friends, as always, thank you for tuning in for another episode of the Healthy Lifestyle Solutions podcast as we journey through the wisdom of the Blue Zones. And remember that the power to lead a longer, healthier, and more fulfilling life is within your grasp. So if you had not viewed the Longevity docuseries by Dan Buettner on Netflix, make sure that you check it out. Until next time, stay inspired, stay connected, and keep living a life that's not just about the quantity of years, but about the quality of moments. Absolutely. And thank you again for listening. Goodbye. You've been listening to the Healthy Lifestyle Solutions podcast with your host, Maya Acosta. If you've enjoyed this content, please share with one friend who can benefit. You can also leave us a five-star review at ratethispodcast.com forward slash HLS. This helps us to spread our message. As always, thank you for being a listener.